Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello all and welcome back to another episode of the Game Time CT Staff Pick'em's Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host Pete Puguaga, joined by Sean Patrick Boley and Jeff Jacobs. Awesome week. I, just, you know, you know, we were just talking like we need excuses for some of these games because we were like, holy crap, how'd that happen? But I mean, all hail the eight ball. The eight ball not only picks the game of the week right, in Norwalk, but goes nine and two. Jeff, you had a great week. You went eight and two, eight and two wins most weeks, and the eight ball gets the game of the week over you and took first place. Just, just when I was going to have my moment in the sun, the eight ball comes along and dashes me. But the eight ball gets mighty credit for picking Norwalk, of which I, I, I all but guaranteed a victory. For Wilton, you know, I think if you go back and look at it, I probably we should I probably should be forced to take a couple more L's for as loud as I was that Wilton was going to win. So once again, last week I apologized to Fairfield Prep. This week I'm going to apologize to the Bears of Norwalk. I want to. Although they I, got a lot, although they got a lot of positive ink from me for their soccer team and their their sports. So maybe I I only need to give a half apology. My game of the week record must be abysmal. I cannot nail this thing down at all. Yeah, I got, I got to go wrong. back and look at all the game of the weeks and put it's that bad. together because I'm not good either. I know that I like I didn't. I picked. Remember, I picked Seymour against Sansonia. <clears throat> I picked uh, Fairfield. Uh, sorry, I picked against Fairfield Prep. I picked Shelton beat Fairfield Prep. <clears throat> I picked Wilton over Norwalk, which it's really funny because then when I read the guide, I read my guide that I write every Thursday night. Uh, I, it looks like I'm picking the other way. Which is, you know, that's my hedging your bet, Sean. No, not really, because this is early (laughs) in the season. Early in the week is when I don't know anything. And by the end of the week, I I know something. So I wish I could paint these picks on Thursday instead of now. But whatever. Last week, last week, I I predict that you would, Sean, you would take over and win this. Remember, you you kind of derailed on me there. Well, I will. I have a breaking (laughs) news announcement that nobody knows yet. Are you guys ready? Yep. We're picking 10 games this week. But there are so many great games on Thanksgiving that have a lot of historical relevance that I want to keep and a lot of games that have playoff implications that we are picking 20 games for Thanksgiving. Oh, my my Lord. 20. And I already have them picked. We're going to have I already made the board. Huh? We're going to have to do that on Sunday, right? Yes, we're going to have to. We're going to we're going to talk because we're going to have to decide when we're going to do that. But we're picking 20 games on Thanksgiving. So everyone is still in. All right, let's do it. All right. So just quickly, like Final I said, the eight, ball, the eight ball went eight and two, uh, went nine and two. Jeff, you went eight and two. Uh, Fornabio, McNamee, myself, Stewart, and Maggie went 77 and three. I was really proud of my week this week. I got to win one week. Um, Alden went seven and four. Bully, Erickson, Morelli, six and four. And Bloxham went six and five. Only three people got the game of the week right. It was Bill, Will, and uh, the eight ball. Yeah. 
So credit to them. Overall, Stewart leads by uh, Stewart's at the top, 72 and 32. Jacobs, you are in. You're still in. You're still right there at 66 and 36. Only, I think, four, six wins behind Stewart. 20 on Thanksgiving, two weeks right there. Bully at 64 and 39. And I am one back at 63 and 40. We're kind of right there. Again, big week coming up. All right. We're going to jump. Who's your last place, Pete? Uh, Morelli. <laughs> Morelli's consigning himself. This, he's had a defeatist attitude all. Morelli is below the eight ball. As, really a fo- as a football predictor, he is a tremendous basketball mind, Joe. Yes, yes. true. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, week 11 is a thin slate. A lot of teams, not many teams that play on week 11 play on Thanksgiving. There are a handful who are doing it this year. Um, but there was not a lot to choose from. Um, so we got almost every league included. The only league we don't have included is the SWC. They don't have any teams playing this week. Oh, good for them. Um, so that's why we're not picking an Take SWC game. Um, so we're going to start at the top. Um, there is no game of the week either. So 10 points on Ooh. the board. Um, you know, we're, we, we are focusing on, you know, getting a video and stuff done for Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving starting early. Anyway, that's a little behind the scenes. All right. We're jumping into our week 11 games right off the top. We have a class uh, class. We have an sec matchup. We have Jonathan law who's still vying for a class M spot um, going up against Branford, who we thought was a lock for class M, but they lost to Guilford last week. Sean, are Hornets, did we jinx them? Are they are they going to be able to recover after this loss to Guilford? It's really, it's really wild because Guilford beat, actually got beat beat up by Law to start the season, which kind of shocked me and then disappeared for a little while. Branford, I thought, had this one in the bag and they got smoked. Uh, you know, it wasn't even close, but 35 nothing. And, uh, you know, maybe Guilford's a little better right now, but doesn't bode well. Class M is anything you, you say in Class M is going to be a, a is a crapshoot. So, uh, you know, I, as much as I'd love to have a little faith in Brantford here, I'm going with the lawman. Wow. Jeff. Everything that Sean said right there, all true. I ha- Beyond just following my killingly red Oops, Killingly football team, whatever they're called now, uh, down the road for me very carefully. I'm really a, a fountain of no knowledge on Class M. <laughs> I'm way better than the other three ones. I'm just nothing. So, neither do they. They don't know anything. Look at them. They're all. I, I, I was all set to pick Brantford, and I don't, I don't have any inside information on what the heck happened against Guilford. But I'm going to stick with Brantford. All right. I'm probably wrong on that one. <laughs> well, I hope you're not because I am. I'm putting my support behind the Hornets. This. I think I am. I'm doubling down on Brantford. Um, <laughs> two weeks ago, you didn't want to know him, Pete. Now yeah, two weeks ago, I was out on him, but I'm in. I'm in. It's like uh, Al Pacino. Now pull me back in. I feel really good about my pick right now. Um, you should. Brantford. You should. <laughs> All right, we got a we got an SC, uh, FCC. We have an FCAC matchup. We got Fairfield Ward one and seven going up against Brian McMahon, who's three and five. Brian McMahon was coming on a was coming off a three game win streak heading into this week before they lost. Um, but Jeff McMahon Ward, who do you got again? Not you know last week when I picked, I was really. I really ha- I remember talking about going my head versus my heart. And uh, Cheney, tech coach, 
Adam Sardis pointed out that I finally used my head in picking some games after he won there. They beat Quinnabog. This week, I'm just reaching. I'm reaching. All right. I was all set to pick Ward. It's only won one game, but they've you know they've lost a lot of to some good teams by decent scores. So it's a sneaky one bad one one win thing. And McMahon is sneaky good with like teams that aren't like kind of walkover games. But then I read who who wrote that feature on McMahon for us? Uh Stuart. Well, yeah, Dave Stewart wrote that and look, Dave's the king of picks. He writes this glowing thing before they lost to Darium, and he swayed me. McMahon. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going, not going to go that way. Uh, McMahon's three wins have come against teams that are also all struggling. Bridgeport Central, West Hill, and Capital Prep. Actually, Capital is not bad. Um, so that was a good win for, for McMahon. But, you know, I look at that other scores there. You know, Fairfield Ludlow, 35 nothing, Hamden, 40-20. to 20. New Cannon, 50 nothing. You know, Wilton, 28 nothing at the start of the season. And Darian last week. Uh, I'm not going to confuse a few of those teams with Ward, but Ward has been competitive. I know it doesn't show on their one-loss record, but Ward has been very competitive. I like the Mustangs. I uh, I look at Ward's losses. Jeff, you bring up a good point. I mean, their losses are to Darien, Norwalk, Hall, West Haven, Trumbull, Wilton, New Cannon. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that yeah. that's absurd. Uh, I look. I I I you know Jeff Kuroga's done a great job. Uh, Kiroga. Has done a great job at McMahon, but I am going to go with the Mustangs as well. All right. We got our first kind of taste of rivalry Thanksgiving football up in West Hartford in the CCC. We have the Mayor's Cup. Connard at Hall. Now, this game, you know, we're going to use this cliche next week, so I'll only use it once this week. This is a game where you throw the records up. You literally This is a game where, I mean, it's so close every year. They're so connected. Same town. Uh, Connor, you know, not a bad team either. Four and five. They just beat Southington last week, who all beat as well. Um, you know, and, and Connor's losses are to Maloney, Prep, Weathersfield, Simsbury, East Hartford. That's a pretty hard schedule. Obviously, Hall's eight and one, but their only loss coming to Maloney. The Mayor's Cup's always fun. I'm pretty sure two years ago it came down to a game winning field goal. Sean, who you got? Connor just absolutely destroyed me this year. I think there was a few times I picked against them, and they won every single time. And uh, you know, if I, if I pick Hall here, I, I'm gonna they're gonna make me pay again. But uh, so with that said, I'm gonna have I'm going with Connor. Back with it, Connor. I bow to you. <laughs> You've defeated me. For the record, I've never thrown the records out the window. <laughs> Hall. Boy, I'm... Uh, you uh, have to pick Hall, though. You have to pick them. I did. I've been here at the dinner table. Yeah, that's right. I will be sharing some sort of time with my future son-in-law at the uh, on Thanksgiving. So I am uh, 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 Hall. There's a little bit of me that wants to pick Connor and just keep this, um, you know, bad guy attitude uh, against... You know, Hall. But gotta keep that up. I I do, but turn, I look like, at it. Turning heel. Last, about turning the, heel. The last seventeen games between Hall and Connor, Hall leads nine to eight. So, I'm just. I, it's one of those games, man. It is. Um, I know, and it's tough, but I'm I'm gonna pick Hall. I'm picking Hall. I um, I'm 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 actually backing Hall for once this year. 
Look at this hall. All right, we got a nice class. We got a Unlike nice NVL. We're disagreeing here. Yeah. I like it. He, he was all killing Hall. Baloney's going to destroy them. Oh, Forget yeah. it. They're paper tigers. I don't know if you said that, <laughs> use that phrase. Now all of a sudden he's on the, it's like first he's on, now he's on Branford. I don't know if there's any room for him on the bandwagon for Branford and Hall Pete. Well, I so, think a no, bunch of people. Think, I didn't think Pete even recognized Hall as a team anymore. They, they flew so close to the sun. I thought no. they, I, I thought they disappeared. Yeah, the phrase he's been using. <laughs> It's cloudy out, Pete. Yeah. Um, right, we got a nice NVL slash Class S matchup. We got six and two Holy Cross playing host to seven and one Seymour. Both right now, if the season ended today, both are going to the playoffs. It's, you know, these are two teams that both have losses to Ansonia. Holy Cross lost to Nogata, who's, you know, entrenched in the Class L playoff pitcher. Um, you know, Jeff. Holy Cross make it interesting, or does Seymour, you know, keep going towards that nine and one record? I saw Seymour at their worst when they just got clocked by Ansonia, in which I was all fired up for like a classic NVL game, and it wasn't. But I'm going to take Seymour. You know, I'm looking at this. I could be zero four right now. I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, like I, I, you mentioned before, Pete, when he sent it out, he made it sound like this was an easy week pick, and I think I'm. I think I'm. I'm never been shakier but i'm seymour yeah look uh the holy cross speaking of teams that have disappointed me all year long holy cross is one of you guys have just every time i like go out on a limb and pick you you lose so i'm going with the wildcats because i'm not falling for that again seymour yeah i'm gonna complete the sweep i'm going with seymour as well yes we actually were all at that seymour and sonia game and we did see them at their worst but they they've recovered nicely and uh who knows? They, they might get another shot at Ansonia in the playoffs. All right. We're going up to Jeff's part of the woods. We have Montville at Griswold Wheeler. There's not a lot to say about this game, but uh, wanted to get them on the board. So, uh, Jeff, since it's your area, I always let you pick the ECC first. So, uh, you, you're up. Um, Griswold has beaten my playing field squad every which way on Thanksgiving even when Plainfield had the better team and this is not this is not a good game Pete this is not a good game and you remember what happened when I I forfeited one earlier in the year the the uh, Bassic Bridgeport Center uh, game I'm really close to forfeiting but I'm gonna take Griswold it, it, not 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 because I want to pick this game, but because I have to pick this game. Sean, who you got? I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Wolverines as well. I know Monfield has just uh, had a really, really rough time this year, and uh, I don't. I uh, I think Griswold is just a numbers problem. They just you know, and it's just been tough for them. I think Monfield's got other issues that they've had to deal yeah. with. So uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Wolverines. Yeah, I'm going to complete the sweep, go with Griswold as well. All right, now we're going to move on to the Pequot. We got this is a this game after last week has become more intriguing, right? We got Stafford coming in off a huge win over Rockville. They're five and three, and they're still kind of hovering. They're number nine right now in Class S. Um, a win against who they're playing, who I will say in a second, would be huge for them. They are going to play eight and zero Cromwell Portland. And, I mean, this is a huge game for Stafford if they can stay alive. They're one of the few teams they play next week, and then they play on Thanksgiving. 
Um, but a win against Cromwell Portland, who's 8-0, could, would be absurd for them and totally put them back in the mix in Class S. Sean, you just saw Stafford the other day. Can they knock off Cromwell? They play like that, they certainly can. Um, but, you know, I think Cromwell has been preordained here. Uh, uh, I mean, that's, that they've just... I, I, I don't think uh, Coach Bennett was wrong when he said he had the... I don't know how wrong he was. I don't think he was wrong per se, but I think he certainly had the best linebackers in class S in the Pequot. That's, I think, for sure. My own brunt ridiculous. And those guys are really good. I I love uh, uh, Cromwell Portland in this spot. I'll take them. I want to play story assignment editor here. If, if Fairfield Prep and uh, and Cromwell pitch another shutout this week or anything close to it, I want to read about the two defensive cultures of that team. I believe Cromwell Portland's only allowed like 37 points. I could be off a point too, but that breaks down like four a game. 37 so, points, yep. So unless they allow five, I like them. In yeah. Randall, I trust. Yeah, I, I uh, will complete the sweep again uh, and go with Cromwell Portland. Though a little bit of me did want to pick Stafford. I just think that, you know, Coach Bennett and, and the and the Portland, uh, Cromwell Portland team, they're on a mission this year. And I, I feel bad for any team that is going to be in their way. All right, we're going to the CTC. We got a nice matchup between ATI, who comes in at four and three, and they're playing eight. I'm sorry, they're playing seven and one, Thames River. Now, Thames River has ATI and then Quinnebog to finish the year to keep their playoff hopes alive in L. But ATI has shown us something. They're coming off a, uh, they got a four game win streak. They uh, they have wins against, I'm sorry, three game. They got wins against Cheney, O'Brien, Prince. Um, you know, that big win against Cheney Tech kind of put everything into shuffle in the Tech League. Jeff. Can ATI do it again, or, or are we looking at a Thames River team playing for a playoff spot on Thanksgiving? ATI's played great lately, and they scare me. Uh, Thames, Thames, Thames River, did they lose one game and they lost it to Cheney about an OT? Is that right? Yep, 26 to 20. Yeah. Uh, this is a good game. This is a key. You know, talk about Class L playoff implications. This is a big one. <sighs> I'm going to go with the river. Going with the river. Sean. I'm not. I'm going to go with ATI here. I'm actually playing today, Monday. They had their game versus a BG Tech postponed, so they won three straight. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with ATI here. Uh, I know there are a lot of fans out there rooting for, for ATI. Um, and, uh, you know, Chris Pace just done – they were just dead to start the year. I mean, they were, you know, 42-15 at Quinnebog Valley. That's a different team that we're seeing now. Um, you know, they lost to Platt and Bullard Havens. Close game, but now they're on a little bit of a streak here. They beat Channing Tech. Let's remember that. The one that's going to go to the Class L playoffs. And Channing just turned around and beat Thames River. Big spot for Thames River here, but I like ATI. Chris Pace and the gang. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with ATI as well, obviously. They're going to be on a short week playing on Monday when we're recording. But... I think Thames River might be looking ahead of Quinnebog here, and ATI will be able to catch him not paying attention. All right. We got our um, another SCC game. We got Daniel Hand, who is still in the mix. A lot of things need to happen, but Daniel Hand is still in the mix in Class L, so they definitely need to win this game, and they're going to be traveling to West Haven to play the Green Knights of Notre Dame. Sean, who do you got? 
Well, the good news uh, for Notre Dame is I, I guess uh, Picota came back. The bad news is that the, he didn't help uh, because Notre Dame, Notre Dame got smoked by Xavier the last time out. You know, now they have a little bit of a chance here to kind of regroup and maybe, you know, they're kind of out of the run. They are out of the running of the Class M playoffs, which is good news for everybody else in Class M because Notre Dame running wild in Class M would have been a big problem. But, uh, you know, now you're dealing with a hand team that needs to win to get in. He's a win out. He needs to play and beat Notre Dame, which, you know, it's kind of an enigma right now. And that's probably a good news for Notre Dame. You know, it's an enigma. They they don't quite uh, – maybe hand might underestimate them. Maybe they won't. Who knows? You know, uh, kind of hard to figure out which, which Notre Dame team is going to show up. But that said, I still like hand here. I think Hand is one of the better teams. The record doesn't show up. Listen, they lost also a lot of good teams. They lost to Fairfield Prep. You know, they lost to uh, give me another team. That lost to it. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I mean, it, they. Oh, like, you know, they. But they beat other teams. They beat Massick, So did Notre Dame. And I don't know. I just like uh, I like Hand in this spot. I think Hand is going to make a real serious run at a, at a class like that. Yeah, I agree. I got Hand also, uh, and I, I'm. They have a. We'll see how the new playoff formula, which has lim- limited impact, but they've got a, a zillion bonus points bouncing off around and from their schedule. So I'm I'm really interested. As long as it's crazy, not knowing what's going on, I I like I want kind of hoping they finish seven and three just to see where all those bonus points either help them or don't help them as far as qualification. Really so. helping them. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I meant how much will help them. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, hand. Yeah, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'll complete the sweep for like the fifth time today, but uh, I'm going to go with hand as well. All right, now we got another Pequot matchup. We have the Coggenshaw Co-op who come in at 5 and 3 and they're traveling up to Granby Canton at 6 and 2. We were in love with Granby Canton at the beginning yeah. of the year, and rightfully so. They were off to a great start, uh, but they got shut out by Rockville 42 nothing. They lost to Cromwell Portland 45 to 6. but they've come back with two straight wins. Coggenshog is on a three-game losing streak to Morgan, Rockville, and Cromwell, Portland. Jeff, Granby continue to make that push for a Class S berth, or does Coggenshog play a little spoil? As Sean wrote, uh, the, uh, I guess it was in today or yesterday in the, in the uh, game time, how we fell in love with Norwalk and, and Wilton. I, I would uh, put uh, uh, Granby in that in that category also. Uh <laughs> They've disappointed me a little bit because I thought they were really rolling, but I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take them. I think they've got enough. I think they got enough to to, to knock off the cogs, to knock a cog out of place. Oof. Yeah, this is a this it's a tough one because I think Cog and Chuck. This is I think these two teams are similar. I think they're they're similarly matched. I mean, I'm just gonna go with the home team here. I'm gonna go with Granby Canton. You know, Cog and Chug, uh, you know, uh, listen, a great start. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've just got a Granby Camp feeling here. I guess that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and I want to correct myself. Class M, not Class S for Granby. Um, I'm also going to go with Granby Canton. Complete the sweep again. All right, we got our final game of the week. Another rivalry Thanksgiving type game. We got the Wishbone Bowl. Uh, we got New Britain coming in at, I believe they are one and eight going up against a Berlin team that's three and six, but they're better than three and six. I think a lot of people would agree their losses are to Weathersfield, Maloney, Hall, Newington, and Windsor, and then Platt last week. Those are some five of those six teams are potential playoff teams um, in the CCC. You know, New Britain 
kind of struggled the last couple of years. Um, but this game's always high intensity. It's a double L school versus an M school. I know that they, a lot of arguments that they don't want to play this game anymore, but there's a lot of history into it. Um, Jeff, who wins the wishbone bowl? Lock of the week, Berlin. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the, uh, the right coach there. Um, I think that, uh, they're just, uh, I mean, New Britain's had a, this struggles. I mean, I think they'll show up though. I think they've, uh, they've done a decent job rebounding a bit here, but I still like Berlin. Yeah, I like Berlin as well. I think, um, they're just a good team that has had a pretty hard schedule this year. Um, yeah. you know, they, yeah, they they're one them. of the teams that haven't benefited from the CCC realignment. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are another week in the books. Um, Get, get prepared because we might be – I got to send an email out at some point tonight or tomorrow, but we might need to reconvene later this week because we got 20 games to pick for Thanksgiving, and uh, Thanksgiving starts on Tuesday next week, so we have a lot to do before then. But as always, good luck to Sean and Jeff and the rest of our staff and to the teams, obviously, because they're playing the games. But I'm Pete Paguaga for Sean Patrick Bowley and Jeff Jacobs. We will see you guys next week on the Game Time CT Staff Pick'ems Podcast.